Welcome to the Talk Fest, a blend of passion and movement arts, technology, and entrepreneurialism. Bringing new ideas to the world through engaging stories and guests designed to flip your world upside down. Introducing your host, the web slinger himself, Matthew Hissong. Thanks for joining us today on the Talk Fest. We are diving right into an interview with Lachelle Adkins, America's Supermom. She is an extremely good friend of mine, and we are networking buddies, and we've collaborated on many different projects. So without further ado, we're going to dive right into mental health, entrepreneurialism, and a little bit of parenting as well. Lachelle has 15 children, as we explain inside of the interview. So let's get that unique perspective. Welcome to the Talk Fest with your host, The Web Slinger. I have an extremely important guest today. Oh, all of my guests are important, but this one, she is real close and dear to my heart. Lachelle Adkins, America's Supermom. I cannot speak higher of this woman. She just does amazing things, an advocate of mental health. She is a mother of 15. It's 15, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Is it mostly girls or mostly boys in that mix? Girls. It's nine girls and six boys. So if you want to talk about emotional intelligence, there you go. (laughs) And so I will just hand the baton off to you, Lachelle. Give us kind of what you do, how you how you show up in the world. Yeah. You know what? Thank you so much for those kind words. I need to record them so I can play them to my kids because they might have another story, right? (laughs) Um, But I am, um, like you said, a mother of 15. Usually that's all the attention I get when people hear that they run for the heels. They're like, what? I can't believe it, you know? Um, But because of that, I love, you know, the fact that it opens doors for me and gives me platforms to talk about issues related to mental wellness. So in my journey, I struggled with depression for 13 years. I was hospitalized three times. And now I'm just a raving poster child for the importance of mental wellness. I love to empower mothers with strategies so that they can navigate through career and family or being a spouse and uh, business, you know, in a way that's healthy and doesn't uh, leave them um, just feeling like they're giving all to everybody with nothing left for themselves. So that's a good summary. Nice. And that is an extremely like deep subject into what that entails, how, how to show up for yourself, because a lot of times our businesses end up becoming our art and this creative outlet. So how does that help, but also the stresses that that kind of adds to the overall strategy of how you're living your life and everything. So, and how does that show up with you now? Like, what do you have as far as your routines, your habits to, really show up and not give a piece of your soul or how to how to not get unbalanced, so to speak? I love that question because today was actually one of those days where we as a family took a mental health day. So as we were talking about before recording, my father-in-law passed on Friday and he lives like 12 hours away. And, um, you know, it really was a very hard 
death for my kids. You know, with this COVID and things not being normal when it comes to funeral arrangements and things of that nature, uh, we were fortunate to have seen him uh, in May, and it was due to another funeral. But uh, we were able to stop by, take some pictures. So there was a lot of closure with that. But, you know, death is never convenient or you're never ready for it. Um, so my husband had to go to make arrangements with his siblings. And so today was supposed to be their first day back to school after the holiday. And this morning when I couldn't get them up, you know, I just said, hey, I'll take them to school late. Then it was like, you know what, we're just going to have a mental health day. And we have those um, pretty often. We talk about, you know, our mindset, how we're feeling as a family. Uh, you know, the kids are very well versed about depression. So they sometimes say they feel depressed. You know, it's like an open thing. Like oh, it's wow. no different than having a cold or the flu or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it's talked about. It's not taboo. Right. It's normalized to have those mm -hmm. ebb and flows. That's so yeah. good. That's so good. Yeah. So it's just uh, really um, neat to have experience with my children being so open about it because during the time when I suffered with it, one, I didn't even know what uh, depression was because I was so task oriented where I was accomplishing goals and my kids were doing good in school and a lot of the uh, checks were uh, checked off in terms of what I felt was important that I didn't even realize that I was going through depression because I thought, well, depression is somebody who stays in the bed all the time, doesn't get up and want to do anything. So even though I was accomplishing all these tasks and oh. projects, I just didn't have it on my radar. So I'm glad that they have a healthy relationship with their mental wellness to understand when things are off. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to laugh in, in a negative way. I was laughing oh, no. because I see it inside of myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly when I started going through my depression. That was exactly it. It was like all these goal, 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 task oriented. I'm good at dealing with stress and all this other stuff. And it's like it's like it, it's great. You know what I mean? Like this wall of my mental health was great. You know what I mean? But it's like this side was all rotten and, and caving in. And it was like, you could tell that there's some water damage a little bit, you know, and I, I think that's extremely important to one to normalize the, the effects that your mind has, right. To, to almost normalize the fact that you're human, I think is one of the most important factors. And you know, you know, my story, Lachelle, where, you know, I've, I've de dealt with depression and, and suicidal thoughts and stuff from a younger age. And then even when I was uh, doing my brick and mortar business, and I think it's important to kind of have some of those existential crises a little bit when, when dealing with death in the family, when faced with your own mortality or the mortality of those around you, death, illness, and to, to allow those emotions to actually hit you right and the grief is one of the biggest ones is if you don't deal with grief head on it comes back month or two three months later because you've been sealing it in this little box and this thing finally explodes mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that as as far as like an existential crisis and and what you know as as parents i think the value of human life kind of shifts a little bit that perspective change but maybe just kind of talk about it from either a parent perspective an entrepreneur side 
Yeah, I love, uh, you know, all those things are important. Um, one of the things that, you know, I realize that whether I want to be or not, I'm an influencer. You know, I'm an influencer with my clients. I'm an influencer with uh, people that I am in business with, that I collaborate with. I'm an influencer with my children, with my husband, my community, all the places where I choose to show up. I feel like I'm an influencer. So I think it's important to have the real discussions, you know, to let people know what's going on behind the highlight reel. So even with my kids, you know, um, right before this call, I'm making dinner and, you know, there's periods of sadness, but explaining to them that, you know, grandpa would have wanted me to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, to understand the value of the work that I do. And I'm okay with having moments to where I share that and then taking time where I can uh, think about and reflect on him and his memory. Um, same thing with my business. There's been times even during this weekend that I showed up for events. I feel like, you know, of course we would want everything to be convenient. You know, um, I don't want to break down, you know, in the case that I am expected to show up somewhere, but I just have a, a belief system where there are no excuses. And I've got a lot more strength with that because for years during that depression, I compartmentalized my life. I felt like, well, I can't have a business and be a successful mom. And there's just no way that I could do them both because one of them's gonna suffer. But when I learned how to blend them and have life with my kids. I mean, this COVID situation has definitely empowered me so much where I talk to my kids. It's like, look, you know, if you're not feeling well about doing this, I'm going to write the teacher a note. I'm going to talk to the teacher. You know, we're going to have a conversation about this. Whereas before, I probably would have been like, oh my goodness, you know, how are we going to make this up? What are you going to do? You can't, can't, can't. Now it's like, you know, how can we uh, allow you to be healthy and continue to do this? How are we going to address your emotional stability? And that's just something that normally wouldn't have been on my radar. So mm -hmm. I feel really empowered to have conversations even with teachers. It's like, how are you doing? You know, what's your family dynamic? You know, I would have never been thinking about that before. So I think when you realize the ability that you have to influence people, even as a parent, being concerned about a teacher, there may not be other parents that are, but I can definitely empathize with what they're going through. So being in a place where I could speak up and share a perspective that maybe the teachers may not have, maybe the students or the administration may not have, but using my voice for good and to have a conversation about some of the things that a lot of people kind of feel uh, intimidated about discussing. Nice. And I think that's a great point of being an influence. An influencer kind of has sometimes a good, sometimes a negative persona around it as far as these influencers, Instagram, YouTube, whatever social media platform is kind of popping off at the moment. And in business, we're, we're always trying to kind of get that social currency back into our business and allow that to expand our reach. So as long as your mission and vision of what you're trying to accomplish and go out into the world is 
coming from a really true place, really authentically trying to bring positive change in the world. I think the influence that you're trying to bring and how you show up is how you are an influencer. No matter how many followers you have, you can connect with one person. Don't think just because we're, we're attracted to getting numbers on a social media chain that that actually means you have an authentic connection. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. Michelle, what you're saying with the connecting with the teacher, it's like, yeah, they ha- she's connecting with all these different people, but how many people are actually like, Hey, like you okay? Like, how are you doing? Right. You know what I mean? The, the people who help the other people are often the ones who don't ever have anybody who reached back out and say like, Hey, like I, I've noticed you were a little bit quiet. Like you've kind of been a little bit like checked out. And now let's, let's talk about that a little bit. How can you accomplish a lot, have really high stress mitigation techniques, but still allow the basic human emotions as far as like being a parent, right? Like uh, your child spills a box of cereal and they're upset about it, or they have something that um, went wrong or anything like small little things that you would deem as like insignificant in terms of dealing with high stresses of an entrepreneurial environment. And then to kind of bring that back down to ha- like showing up for the the basic human emotions. Like how do you, right. how do you, how do you balance that? You know, like, like you're saying the, the overachievement. Right. I think, um, you know, a good example is, uh, on Sunday, um, my daughter, um, she works outside the home. So for Friday and Saturday, you know, we were together as a family unit. Sunday, you know, it's church day. Um, My husband's a pastor. And um, it was this moment where, you know, my daughter had to work. So she didn't get a chance to go to church, but she went on, got up, went to work. Well, she got to work and she just couldn't stop crying. So she talked to her uh, employer, they let her off and she went to church and had that time with family. So I think it is really empowering people around you to be their authentic self. You know, she could have felt the pressure of what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? I have to go to work. I don't have time to cry. You know, why can't I get myself together? But to be embraced in a way to understand that, you know, this is my way of dealing with grief. And I thought that I had a handle on it and being supported to react in real time. I think that's important. Oftentimes we try to be somebody we're not because we feel that that's what other people expect. But when you have a good sense of being authentic with how you're really showing up, that is where you get strength. And I think for me, I have a um, daily room in Clubhouse. And um, it's Monday through Friday. So, of course, we're still having this room. And, you know, I have people there that support me. And it has just been, I'm there, but they have just taken the lead and they are supporting me in ways that I couldn't even imagine without me even saying it. And, you know, but I'm still there showing up with the input that I feel is important to the room. And um, I think when you're able to show that to people, this is how people really can be inspired because 
you know, there is no perfect business, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's a series of choices that you make and you make one choice, then you try to make another good choice and another good choice to keep going, having that momentum. And when we don't have the confidence to share the behind the scenes of stuff that's really happening, then um, we're never going to be able to grow because we're not going to know the parts that are necessary to show that really is going to resonate with our audience. But if we're willing to be transparent, regardless of what we're experiencing, it's the ability to have that transparency that really is more captivating, I believe. Nice. That's great. I I like that. How you said, you know, just showing up, it's not about being perfect, but it's about being okay with it. The imperfections as well. Mm -hmm. And how that actually allows you some breathing room to be authentic and not be this facade that sometimes it's, it's encouraging to set up on social media. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, without, going too much into other topics. I really want to bring you back on. So I'm going to have some additional conversations, but where can my audience find you? Where, where can we follow you and where do you share your story? Yeah, I'm on uh, I have a YouTube channel uh, with my name um, or you can, anywhere with America's super mom. I'm on all platforms because uh, I think it's important to educate people about the importance of mental wellness. So um, I try to make sure that I show up on every platform with some type of insight uh, in some manner that is easy for people to digest. So, yeah, you can follow me anywhere. America's Supermom, or you can just Google me. Right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. You got that SEO on point. Exactly. Amen. So thank you so much. With one final takeaway before we end the call how we've talked about a lot of different things. What's one thing that the people who are listening right now can take and actually implement? I would say to uh, never minimize the importance of being yourself, you know, having the opportunity to really show who you are. uh, You never know who that's going to resonate with. And as we have these opportunities to connect that is the one catalyst that gives people inspiration. So I could have a perfectly organized household, right? Pristine, you know, the white glove uh, test and all these things. But if most people don't resonate with that because they feel like, man, okay, my kitchen is not always clean. So anything she shares, it may not work for me because she's not like me. But the more that you can show your imperfections and they can resonate, oh, I feel like that. Oh, that happened to me last week. What? She deals with that too? Well, if she's doing it, then I can do it. That's the thing that connects you is the imperfection more so than the perfection. Because really to be perfect is an illusion. It's just not possible. So I think really having that confidence to be who you are and share your story. And another thing with that is that you never have to figure out what to say, right? You'll never have to go back and say, now, what did I say on this platform? What did I tell them? You can always be your authentic self everywhere you go. And it's just a game changer. 
it's it's freeing in a lot of ways. I have yes. this children's book series that I'm writing. It's called the Wabi Sabi Rabbits. And the term Wabi Sabi is actually exactly that. It's a Japanese term for embracing the imperfections. It's perfectly imperfect. And the humanness and the uniqueness of not being cut from a, a robot, so to speak, but having your your faults, your strengths, your your humankind of faults, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just mm -hmm. embracing those in a genuine manner. So Lachelle, thank you so much for coming on to the talk fest with me. And I will definitely bring you on more. So thank you. I'm excited. And congratulations on you for, you know, taking action. You know, as you can hear in the background, there's never a perfect time. Those are my coworkers. That's what I call them, right? Because people are like, 15 kids, I never hear them. Well, you know, today you hear them. <laughs> but, um, you know, you just have to get started. You just have to push record, just jump, whatever it takes. And you'll learn and get more confident along the journey. So congratulations right. to advice. you. And thanks Thank for having so me. Much. Yeah, of course. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode with Lachelle, America's Supermom. Really exciting to get her on. I'm hoping to grab her for some additional conversations later on in the future. Go show her some love on Instagram, Clubhouse, and YouTube, America's Supermom. Follow me on social media at my webslinger. If you have any questions or guests that you think I should bring on the show, feel free to email me at booking at talkfest.org. Take care, you guys. Take the inspiration out into the world and use it.